Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It is Wednesday, June 12th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, candidates for two vacant seats on the St. Louis County Council are gearing up for a rare election in an odd-numbered year. And so I want to make sure that people that are supporters of me and supporters of Democrats more broadly are going to show up and help us get the vote out. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum on the scramble to win a county council seat. First, the news. Abortion rights advocates are concerned the ongoing court case over the state's only abortion clinic could harm Missouri's efforts to attract doctors. A St. Louis judge has given state officials until June 21st to decide whether to renew the clinic's license. Here's St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Phantom. Planned Parenthood accused the state of drawing out its license renewal process with an open-ended inspection. Missouri health officials say they're not trying to limit access. They only want to make sure the clinic is following the law. Judge Michael Stelzer is considering the case, and a preliminary injunction is keeping the clinic operating. Rebecca Reingold is a lawyer at Georgetown University's O'Neill Institute for National and Global Health Law. She says states that enforce stringent clinic rules can discourage doctors from working in places that offer the procedure. Each additional restriction increases the amount of stigma that they experience as abortion providers. I think in the aggregate, that can eventually lead to physicians choosing not to provide abortions altogether. The clinic says it's now complying with all laws including one requiring a pelvic exam before an abortion. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri's top election official has rejected a third petition for a public vote on that new law banning abortions at eight weeks of pregnancy. Republican Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft took the action yesterday after earlier rejecting two similar petitions for a referendum on the law. The ACLU of Missouri and a wealthy Republican businessman filed the petitions and are suing in an attempt to force Ashcroft to approve them. The Riverview Gardens School District will remain provisionally accredited, but the state board is not outright denying an appeal for full accreditation. The board did not take a vote yesterday after a lengthy discussion on challenges in high-poverty districts like Riverview Gardens. Students in those districts switch schools frequently. Mike Jones represents St. Louis on the board. I would not take exception to the recommendation, but I think we need to have a really more honest conversation about what it means to be a black child in the state of Missouri. The state board says schools need to show three years of improvement to be eligible for full accreditation. Board members say Riverview Gardens did not score enough points on its most recent annual performance report. St. Louis County government usually does not have notable elections in odd-numbered years. But with two recent resignations, voters will have a chance on August 6th to shape the legislative body that has proven vital for a county executive's success. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on the scramble to make the council whole once again. The two vacancies on the council are directly linked to the downfall of former St. Louis County Executive Steve Stanger. The second district became open after the council selected Sam Page to replace Stanger, 
and Page eventually brought First District Councilwoman Hazel Irby into his administration to direct the county's diversity efforts. The people that fill those two seats could be critical for Page's stated goal of forging a more collaborative rapport with the county council. After all, Stenger had a terrible relationship with the seven-person body, something Page wants to avoid. I think we have a really uniquely qualified council that is used to working together in a bipartisan way, and even when they disagree, I expect they will be professional and we'll be able to move on to the next issue. Page and Irby's departures handed Republicans control of the county council for the first time since 2006. It's a notable accomplishment for a county GOP that's lost a lot of political ground in recent years. But Republican Councilman Mark Harder adds that his party's 3-2 advantage on the council doesn't exactly mean the GOP can run roughshod over Democrats. Whether it's Democrats or the Republicans need four votes to pass anything from a, a, a grant to a, to a parking meter to whatever. There has to be cooperation. It's a forced cooperation when you got such a small number of people on the council. We'd like to have everybody's attention, please. The Democratic push back to power began in earnest Saturday at the Sports Cafe in Bridgeton. While North County residents watched a replay of the St. Louis Blues game, members of the St. Louis County Democratic Central Committee were picking a nominee to succeed Page. Unlike primaries where voters choose a Democratic or Republican nominee, committee people like Mary Elizabeth Dorsey decide who will represent the Democratic Party on a special election ballot. And Dorsey observed that prospective candidates became very eager to talk to her. I'll just go with a lot. Uh, emails, telephone calls, text messages. A lot. After a couple hours of speech making and vote counting, Democratic committee people selected Kelly Dunaway to be the second district nominee over four other candidates. The Chesterfield Democrat says she's hoping to generate a lot of excitement to make sure the second district stays in Democratic hands. And so I want to make sure that people that ha are supporters of me and supporters of Democrats more broadly are going to show up and help us get the vote out and hopefully contribute money because I think we're going to need to raise a lot of money to make sure that we can reach out to the voters who aren't expecting there to be an August election. Getting the word out could be critical for Dunaway. The 2nd District is heavily Democratic, but Creep Corps Mayor Barry Glantz is planning to run as an independent. And the Republican nominee, St. Ann Alderwoman Amy Pelker, ran a strong campaign against Page in 2016, even though she had less money and name recognition than him. Hazelwood Mayor Matt Robinson also says Democrats need to work hard because of what will likely be less than optimal turnout. Certainly it's an off year. For it's not you don't have the state elections or federal elections that we normally do every two years. So this is going to be a very low voter turnout. In many respects, whether Republicans or Democrats control the county council may not be that important. That's because divisions on the council often revolve around support or opposition to the county executive, which often doesn't fall along partisan lines. But Dorsey, the chair of the St. Louis County Democratic Central Committee, says getting her party elected to local governmental posts has long-term relevance. We have to build our bench, okay? And so um, state rep seats, county council seats, and I'll be honest with you, municipal seats are all important because those are the people that are known in their community that then move up to those other seats, whether it's a county council, a state rep, and on from there. The next step for Democrats will take place before the end of the month when committee people will gather to select their party's nominee for the 1st District. Since that seat is even more Democratic than the 2nd District, there's a good chance the person picked at that meeting will serve on the county council. Republicans selected Sarah DeVoli to run for that seat. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. 
Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.